0: If you're anything like me, you spent your childhood assuming that one day you'd meet your Prince Charming. You'd get married, you'd have a nice house in the suburbs, a dog, a career, and a couple of kids. It never crossed your mind that Prince Charming wouldn't come along, or that tragically you'd lose him before his time, or that your marriage wouldn't work out, or even that your biological clock would have other ideas. Or maybe you never really wanted that sort of happily ever after. Maybe you never wanted a man, but you did know you always wanted children. We're living in an age where for the first time, women can embrace motherhood on their own terms. They no longer have to put their lives on hold waiting for the right man, or settling for someone who they know isn't right for them, just so they can become a mother. More women than ever before are embarking on the journey to become what's known as a solo mother by choice. And while for a lot of us it doesn't feel like a choice, but more a necessity, the bottom line is there are now options for you to be able to fulfill your dreams of motherhood if the traditional route isn't playing out as expected. The No Need for Prince Charming podcast will share stories of Australian women who have successfully become solo mothers by choice. They each have a unique story as to why they decided to pursue motherhood in this way and the journey they had to go through to make this dream a reality. The hope is that by sharing these stories, you'll have the knowledge and the confidence to embark on this amazing journey yourself if you determine it's the right one for you. In the words of Walt Disney, all of our dreams can come true if we have the courage to pursue them. All you need is faith, trust, And a little bit of pixie dust. Hello and welcome to the No Need for Prince Charming podcast. Today's episode is proudly sponsored by City Fertility. With a diverse range of sperm donors to choose from and no waiting time, City Fertility are ready to help you fulfill your dreams of growing your family, just like they helped me grow mine. Visit City Fertility today to learn more. Well, welcome to the podcast today, Renee. It's a bit of a special bonus episode today. Um, Renee is actually from City Fertility, who partners and sponsors uh, the No Need for Prince Childing podcast. But Renee works in more the area where we can talk about what it's like to actually start your journey with City Fertility, what treatment looks like, what costs look like, all that sort of thing. So, I'm really excited to have you here, Renee. Um, do you want to give us a little bit of background about you? And just a quick disclaimer that any pricing discussed in this episode is general in nature and it will all be down to your individual circumstances, what your pricing will end up being.
1: Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me, Alicia. So I manage our fertility advice team at City Fertility. So we handle all patient incoming inquiries. So new patients who wanting information, patients that are wanting to make appointments, wanting to find out costs, uh, ask for options that we for different treatment options that we are able to provide for them. So we field all of those initial inquiries and then sort of help guide the patient to the next best option for them for an appointment.
0: Brilliant. So do you do that nationwide for all of the different city fertility clinics? Because there are a lot, aren't there? <laughs>
1: Yeah, there are. So we've got multiple clinics in Victoria, New South Wales, Queensland and Western Australia. So we, my team look after all of those clinics nationally.
0: Brilliant. So hopefully for most people, there is a clinic quite close by to them. Do they need to get a GP referral before they can go for a specialist appointment though?
1: Yeah, so we offer um, our patients a free fertility assessment if they're wishing to do that. So, if they're not sure of their options or they haven't got a regular GP, um, or if they're wanting to come in and just have some testing done, find out some more information, they can book a free fertility assessment with us, which we can do face to face for them or um, via like a Zoom chat with the um, GP. And then that GP is able to provide them with the referral for their next appointment with the specialist. So, to make the process really easy for all our patients
0: oh that's fantastic they can ask all those hard questions at that point as well to make sure this is something that they want to the path that they want to go down exactly
1: yeah definitely they can get all their testing done so they can find out what might be the best treatment option for them based on those results as well
0: and what are generally the the options that are available if you are looking to become a solo mum by choice through fertility?
1: Yeah, so um, there's IUI, which um, a lot of people would like, know as artificial insemination. Mm-hmm. So that's quite popular for patients just starting out. If they don't feel like they've got any fertility issues, um, then they'll, they might usually start with an IUI. Um, the other option is IVF, which can be a really good option for patients wanting to have multiple children. So, siblings um, with IVF, we can create multiple embryos. Well, that's yep. our goal. So they're able to only do the one cycle potentially and be able to have more than one child through that cycle. And we also offer um, partner IVF for our same sex couples, uh, which a lot of people might know as reciprocal IVF or egg sharing. So where um, one patient will provide the eggs, will use donor sperm, and the other partner will carry the pregnancy.
0: Oh, wow. That's everyone involved on that one.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's right. So there's plenty of options for people. um, And really, everyone's decision of what um, treatment plan they decide to go with is individual based on their circumstances, their test results. And then they're able to speak to the specialist about it and be guided what might be the best option to look at.
0: Brilliant. So, a lot of people, if they don't have fertility concerns, and is it probably about 35 that's the cutoff, would logically start with an IUI?
1: Yeah. So, with an IUI, if you're under 35 years of age, then the success rate for that is around 8 to 10% for a a single cycle. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people, if they don't have any fertility, known fertility issues, because it's less invasive, um, would like to, and it's more natural they usually would like to start with with that option um, if once you're around the age of 40 that um, success rate does decrease down to about two percent um, per cycle and in that those cases the specialist may recommend going straight to IVF for those patients
0: and if you did say that you probably you really wanted siblings going into this would most people just recommend yes. go straight to IVF?
1: In some cases, so when you have your fertility assessment performed and once we've got all those results, uh, the specialist will be able to let you know if you're going to be eligible for Medicare initially. Okay. Um, so a lot of people might make their decision about IVF based on their Medicare eligibility. So if you're not eligible for Medicare, the cost of an IVF cycle is around the $9,600 mark if you are eligible, the out-of-pocket costs um, are around the $4,500 mark. So it is quite a difference for patients. So they can become um, eligible for Medicare um, based on their test results, or if they've had multiple IUI cycles that um, haven't been successful and then move on to IVF, that may class them as eligible as well.
0: Okay. And, and how much is an IUI cycle?
1: So an IUI cycle with our clinic is $995. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot more cost effective um, as a starting point for patients to come through that way. Um, With both the IVF and IUI, there are some external fees um, that the patient may incur, such as um, with the IVF, there's your um, hospital fee potentially. Um, If you've got private health, you may have cover for that, though, as well, mm-hmm. um, and also your doctor's fee, which um, will vary depending on which specialist you're with.
0: Is medication and sperm on top of that as well?
1: Yes. Yeah, so the, once the doctor has put together your treatment plan, they will um, decide or you, with your doctor in conjunction will um, decide what sort of treatment plan you're looking at. So some patients may go for a natural cycle. Others may look to include medication. So they'll be given the cost for those at the time through the clinic. Um, The donor sperm pricing, if you're looking at any of our local donors, a vial of sperm is Mm $1,100 with our clinic and um, any of our international donors are $1,800 for a vial of sperm.
0: Okay. that's So is it one vial for one IUI round or one IVF round? Is that how Yes. That works?
1: Yeah. yeah. So one round we'd use one vial of sperm. The great thing about our clinic is that you don't need to buy multiple vials of sperm as a minimum requirement. So I know mm-hmm. some places you might need to look at buying eight or ten, which can work out quite costly. So you can just um, reserve one vial to start with if you wish. You can reserve up to two vials, um, but some patients, if they're doing IVF, may just... Um, try with one vial to start with for that initial cycle. You'd only reserve the additional um, vial if you're um, potentially wanting to make sure you've got that donor held for a, another cycle down the track.
0: And so, if you're doing IUI, knowing that ideally you do two, and if that doesn't work, you move to IVF, yes. would be best to get two vials yes. in that case?
1: That's right, exactly, yes.
0: And exactly. is it generally different donors that are available for IUI and IVF?
1: There is. So we've got a great website and app for our um, donors. So for our sperm donors, there's the Adam Donor Bank. So Mm -hmm. there's the website and app for that. When you look at the donors on there, you don't need to be a patient already of our clinic to have a look. It will tell you what type of cycle that donor is suitable for. So if you're looking at an IUI, it'll let you know that um, that's a donor you should be selecting for that type of treatment. Or if you're doing IVF, it'll also say that next to the donor profile as well.
0: Can you filter and cross out the ones that aren't available for IUI? Or do you just have to? Yeah, look? you can.
1: Yeah, no, you can. You can. Yes.
0: So everyone's now just going and downloading Adam to check out all the people on there. Yeah, that's
1: right. Oh, it's so popular. It's amazing. There's plenty of donors available on there. There's no wait time at all with um, to get a donor through the clinic. So it's really exciting. They're available for immediate use.
0: So basically you just have to go through the process of identifying what your treatment plan is, when you're going to start, and the mandatory counselling, does that happen in every state?
1: No, so the mandatory counselling is for Victoria. Mm -hmm. um, but So each state does have different um, legislation. So when you come for that initial consultation, the specialist or the GP will be able to talk you through um, the different requirements um, based on where you're located.
0: Brilliant. Yeah, so there is international sperm available through Adam, but not for Victoria.
1: <laughs> That's correct. yeah. So in Victoria, it's our local donors that you would have the selection from. Um, with our other states, you can select from local and international donors.
0: Brilliant. And I think do you have egg donors as well available? if somebody did need that. We do.
1: Yeah. So it's really exciting that we've got a large range of egg donors as well. So we've got an app and a website for that too, which is called Eve. Mm -hmm. So it's Eve Donor Bank. And again, you can go on there and view the profiles of the available donors um, without having to be a patient. And there's no wait time. Those donors are available, which is so exciting for patients to be able to have the option for eggs and sperm easily.
0: It is. Most of the people that I've interviewed so far have had to go overseas for egg donation severe um, egg donation yeah. recipient because it's just so challenging so well done um, to city fertility for nailing that one
1: yeah and that's available exciting. in
0: every state is it
1: yeah. So it is available in every state. Again, Victoria is different with the international options. So in Victoria, it is the local donors there. Mm-hmm. Um, and if the patients can still, if they're in Victoria and they're wanting to access one of their international donors, they can travel um, to the state where that um, donor would be available to use for their treatment okay. as well. Yeah. So they don't have to rule it out. Yeah.
0: And what are the kind of costs if you're looking at um, being an egg donor recipient as well as sperm?
1: Yeah. So egg donor is a little bit different. It does vary quite a bit. We've got a few different options there. Normally we would talk through the patient to sort of see what's the best fit for them to give um, everyone a bit of an idea. Our local egg donor program, you'd get six eggs. You're looking at around $20,000.
0: So you get the eggs and you have to fertilize them. So you'd pick a donor for that as well. And then I guess that's the normal yeah, statistics that's that come through from that as well.
1: Yes, exactly. Yep.
0: I guess, compared with going to South Africa or Greece or the other places, that's probably quite comparable.
1: That's right, yeah. And you know they all meet the Australian requirements, which is really good and comforting, I think, for the patients to be able to do it here in Australia.
0: Yeah, I know in Victoria that you you have to have an, what's known as an ID release donor that the child is, you know, when the resulting child is able to contact the donor when they're 18. Is that the same at all states?
1: Yeah, they are able to do that in all states, yes. And that's
0: egg and sperm donors?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Brilliant. And so you mentioned earlier when we're talking costs that some people might um, have private health insurance that can cover some things. What would that generally cover with fertility treatment?
1: Yeah. So with private health, it will depend on the patient's fund and the level of cover they've got. Usually, it's the hospital side of things. So when they're coming in for their egg collection, um, that's covered for um, the private health patients when the patient comes through to us and they've decided on their treatment plan our clinic will give the patient a complete cost quote which will include all their item numbers so they're able to ring their health fund and quote those item numbers to find out exactly what they're entitled to before having to proceed with any treatment that's Andy.
0: yeah for those that are just starting out yeah. you would generally need to go to hospital to have your e-collection so you need what an anesthetist right. and the doctor and I guess the, the yeah exactly the other bit. yeah
1: that's it. Yeah. So that may be covered by their health fund. Yeah. If they've got that level of cover.
0: Yeah. For me, I ended up doing two rounds. My first was not covered by my insurance and I said I'll oh, do okay. two. And if the first one doesn't work, I'll wait till my insurance kicks in, which was three months later.
1: Yeah. Okay. A lot of fun.
0: Even tried uh, speed dating and everything else again, just in case it was a sign. It wasn't. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then my health insurance kicked in for the next one. So that did make a bit of difference with some of those costs.
1: Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. If you can save any money, it's, yeah, it's great for the patient to be able to do that.
0: And the Medicare side of it, so it's either you've done two IUIs or your test results have said that IVF is the best option for you. How much does that generally bring the cost down?
1: Yeah, so it really would depend on the doctor as to um, being deemed medically infertile or not to be able to get the Medicare um, rebate back. Mm-hmm. Um, so with an IUI cycle, it doesn't... Um, make it too much of a difference for patients looking at that type of treatment. It's more with an IVF cycle that you will notice the larger rebate. So, as I mentioned previously, the rebate for an IVF might change the cycle cost from $9,600 to about $4,500. So, it is quite a significant quite a lot, yeah. Um, difference, yeah, from Medicare.
0: And then, if you are successful, I guess and you are lucky enough to have some extra embryos, then you can pay storage fees with Certificate Fertility to have them looked after until you're ready to use them or decide what to do with them. Is that the case?
1: That's right, yeah. So our our storage fees are charged by the month. So it's $35 per month um, for the storage fees um, if you're wanting to keep your embryos stored with us after your cycle.
0: And so if you are lucky enough to have some extra embryos from your cycle and you're looking to do a frozen embryo transfer at some point, what are the costs and process involved in that?
1: Yeah, so a frozen embryo transfer, again, will depend on your eligibility with your Medicare rebate. Mm -hmm. Um, But your upfront cost um, is around $3,300. If you are able to get the Medicare rebate, um, that will come down to about $1,800 as a guide. Yeah.
0: Um, and they're most likely to be like a natural cycle rather than medicated as well. But if you need medication, it that that
1: d- depends on the patient. Yeah, individual sense and so. And once the doctor will be able to sort of make that decision based on yeah all their results. So they'll monitor them and decide how they how they're going to proceed with that treatment plan for them.
0: And that covers those costs that you've given. Have covered all like the scans and everything else that you have in the lead up to egg collection or the lead up to transfer or IUI.
1: If you're doing a cycle, um, the IVF cycle, um, the, the initial transfer is included in that cost. Mm-hmm. Um, there are the, Some of the external fees are your doctor's fees. Um, so there may be some additional costs depending on what type of treatment plan you're having. If you're just doing the embryo transfer later, like you mentioned with embryos that you've had stored, um, then you would pay the, um, the frozen embryo transfer costs um, and also your doctor's fees that they're going to charge for managing that cycle
0: for you so for people at home that's probably going in a couple of days or maybe multiple days in the lead up just trying to work out when that optimal time is to to transfer the embryo back in for the best success isn't it
1: yeah that's right so they'll they'll um yeah keep an eye on their cycle and then decide when's the best time to do that transfer yeah
0: brilliant now we've had a question, is it possible with Adam or with City Fertility to actually buy donor sperm but do the insemination yourself?
1: That's a great question. Uh, so it is available in our Brisbane clinic. So we have oh. a clinic called um, insam which is a great, um, great initiative, especially for patients who are wanting that more um, natural um, sort of treatment. So mm-hmm. they can take the um kit home we've got a home insemination kit so if they are using donor sperm that's still available to do that with the home kit so our team will sort of um, talk them through the whole process we've got videos so that can guide them exactly what to do as well whilst they're at home they're given the whole kit to take home and then be able to perform that procedure
0: is that something that they can get access to if they've got a known donor as well
1: Yes, that's correct. So um, they can do that um, with, with a partner, with a known donor or with um, our donor sperm. So that's available to them. So they'd come in for their consultation and just make sure that they're eligible and it's um, the suitable type of treatment for them to do the insemination. And if that is, then they'll be yeah, given all the details um, and then they can decide to either do it in the clinic. We do have, um, our insemin clinic does Offer in clinic insemination as well, mm-hmm. or they'll be given the kit to be able to take that home.
0: Wow, that's uh, that's where the future. Yeah, going. it's exciting. Oh, it?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, it's very exciting. So we do have patients travel a lot from different states because at the moment it's just in Brisbane. Mm-hmm. Uh, so wanting to do that home insemination, so it's it is definitely popular um, with our interstate patients as well. Brilliant.
0: And if someone does have a known donor that they wanting to use for um, an IVF IUI yes. cycle, is that something that City Fertility can facilitate and what would be the process for that?
1: Yeah, definitely. So, we do a lot of known donor cycles. So, um, again, the patient would come through for their initial consultation. Um, their known donor would also have a consultation. Um, they'd be required to do some specific testing. So, we would um, check a few things on that donor. Um, they would undergo the counselling services as well for when you are using a donor. Um, So both the known donor and the recipient would do those counselling sessions. Um, Then we would normally do a sperm freeze. um, Once all that testing has taken place, um, we'd do a sperm freeze. um, And then that um, sperm is held for three months um, before we proceed with treatment. After that time, we will do some um, further testing on the donor. And if everything's okay, then we can proceed with treatment using their known donor.
0: So it's a three months just to kind of make sure if anything's brewing in it, it will come up for the testing? That's exactly right. Yeah, exactly. So just but... to
1: make sure it's in, yeah, that's no, that's exactly right. So just um to make sure for the patient care, um so in the best interest of the patient, that we're doing all the checks that's needed.
0: Brilliant. Was there anything else that you think anyone who's considering becoming a solo mum by choice via donor conception with City Fertility should be aware of before they start this process? Uh,
1: the only other thing I'd say is just so they're aware, the process can be quite simple coming through City Fertility because we do have a great team so from the start you've got the um, girls that are um, helping you with all the advice over the phone the GPs the specialists our nurse team uh, so like there's a great team around you we do do a lot of um, donor cycles through our clinic so you mm-hmm. know you're going to see someone who has a lot of experience in that so you don't need to be scared about oh what's the next step or what do I need to do we'll be able to help you with that and make the process easy and simple simplified it doesn't have to be drawn out along like I know there's a lot of people think oh it's going to take a long time um, to come through or there's a a wait time for donor sperm it's really not the case so it can move quite quickly Um, obviously you have to do your counseling sessions and get your testing done and that as well but patients who are ready can move quite quickly through that process um, and we're definitely there to help the, the whole way along. Fantastic.
0: And what's the phone number if somebody does want to call you for that initial consultation?
1: Yeah. So um, if anyone wants to give us a call, our number is 1300 354 354. So the girls in the fertility advice team would be more than happy to take their call. They can give them advice, costings, talk them through the different options that we have, um, or if they're wanting to make an appointment, then we can make that appointment for them. So patients can opt to go straight to the specialist if they have somebody in mind they're wanting to see. Mm -hmm. um, Or like I mentioned earlier, if they're wanting to just find out their options, get their testing done and a referral, they can have that free fertility assessment performed.
0: Fantastic. And they can download Adam now and they can see all of the donors available, who's available for IUI, IVF. Are there photos in there as well?
1: There are photos. So all the photos of our donors are baby photos Mm -hmm. um, of the donor. There may be some where it'll tell you if it's not um, a picture of the actual donor and they give you like a representation. Um, There's only a few cases that are like that, but the majority of donors on the site will have a baby photo for the recipient to be able to have a look at.
0: And that's then got the full medical history and all of the demographic bits that you can get to, to make a very informed choice.
1: Exactly. So if they um, sign up on the website um, with their email address, they will be able to see the extended profile of the donor. So they can get that um, more information about the genetic side of things as well on the donor they're wanting to pick.
0: Right. I think it's really great that City Fertility investing so much in technology to help support these processes as well to make it as, as easy as possible. And the fact that you have so many donors when there was a bit of a shortage past COVID is, is great. So I think everyone will be really excited to download and start browsing. <laughs>
1: You know, it's, it's so exciting and I think there's a perception out there that we don't have a lot of donors um, or not a lot in Victoria or not a lot of Caucasian donors available, but they're definitely, so if patients um, want to get on the website or have a look on the app, they'll be able to see that there is plenty of options available for them.
0: Well, thank you so much for your time today, Renee. I know it's been very fascinating and I think it'll be really helpful for everyone who's just starting out that journey. And even if they're just considering whether this is the path for them, you've got that great phone number where you can talk to the expert team and they'll understand their options a lot better. So thank you so much for sharing all of the wonderful information today.
1: No worries. Thanks for having me. It's been great. Thanks, Alicia.
0: Not only have City Fertility sponsored this episode, they're also extending a very generous 20% off discount for all of my listeners. That's 20% off IUI, IVF, ICSI, as well as six months complimentary egg, sperm, and embryo storage. If you're just starting out or about to undergo treatment to make your baby dreams come true, head to the show notes for my discount code and a link to their website for more information. I'm Alicia, and this is the No Need for Prince Charming podcast, bringing you stories of Australian solo mums who created their own happy ending. If you like what you heard, please follow or subscribe to make sure you don't miss out on future episodes and leave a like, a review or share with your friends to help others find it easier. Bye
1: for now.